Hey, what's up, team? Welcome back, you singular, strange, striking, stunning, and surprising dustbecks. You implausible, improbable, incomprehensible, inconceivable, and incredible dustbecks. You bodacious, boss, bewildering, breathtaking, and baffling dustbecks. You beautiful dustbecks, you. So this is episode three. Thanks for tuning in to the first two as we go through this little journey that is this podcast project I'm partaking in. If you get a chance, check it out. Leave me some feedback. Uh, it'd be great for you to give me a review on iTunes or on Stitcher, but you got to sign into your computer to do that, which is kind of a bummer. I don't know why they won't let you do it on your phone, but, you know, I don't write the apps. That'd be great to help me out. Uh, if you ever want to shoot me an email or anything or comments for something you think would be a fun I don't call them rants, but I guess they're kind of ranty things that I do here. Some ideas to expand upon with my voice and dive deep into it to find the motivational layers that are among it. I'd love to know. If you ever want to be on the podcast, let me know. I'd love to ask you what's your most astounding fact and see where that conversation takes us. But anyways, let's get going here. So what was my motivation for this week's episode? Turns out it was the Powerball. I was looking at the Powerball, hearing the Powerball. I paid two bucks to the teacher pool to try and win the Powerball. Everyone's talking about it. Talk about the money, right? $1.4 billion. What would you do? What would you quit? Who would you, you know, give the finger to, right? That's I don't, I don't get it. I'd be really happy. I'd be, like, giving everyone sweet, sweet hugs and kisses on the cheeks and giving them a couple bucks because I got a lot to spare if I won it. But I didn't. I didn't win it because the numbers are huge. Starts with the probability, right? So let's just talk about the probability of the Powerball really quick. You had a 1 in 175 million chance of winning the Powerball. Retrospect, you know, giving an idea that you have 1 in a 12,000 chance of getting struck by lightning. These numbers are huge, but what I want to show you on this episode, where is the motivational motivation, the science motivation lie in that Powerball stuff? It lies in the probability of you, that if you were bummed or disappointed that you did not hit that one in 175 million chance to win the whole thing, you know, let alone just a little bit extra. There's actually a lot of statistics on this on the internet if you ever want to go into it, like what numbers have the highest chance of coming up, and I don't know, crazy stuff like that. But the probability that is you, which I'll share with you at the end of the episode... Is staggering. Honestly, it's life changing if you really break it down. It was new and it came into. It's gotten bigger since I've started started studying it for this podcast, and it's staggering. There's no other adjective for it. It's epic. It's awesome. It's weird. It's wild, and it will it'll blow your mind. But let's take these numbers to kind of bring it home here. So I was looking up stats just to give us some ideas of numbers as we get into the huge biggest number. The biggest number I'm going to talk about today is the probability of you. So start with Facebook. I was looking at these social media things. Facebook has 1 billion users right now, all right? And they have spent a total of 640 million minutes every single month since Facebook's been out there. Every minute on Facebook, there's a million links shared, 2 million friends requested, and 3 million messages sent. Be weary, though. 81 million of those, like, profiles are actually fakes what twitter's got a lot going on too twitter right now has upwards of 645 million users 135,000 are joining per day sending a total of 58,000 tweets per day 2.1 billion searches are taking place and that leads roughly to 9,100 tweets per second so twitter is a busy place right Again, numbers are big, man. These things are getting huge, right? So tweet on right now and go on Facebook of how much you like my beautiful Dustbecks podcast. You don't have to do that, but Twitter's pretty cool. So is Facebook. YouTube. YouTube's got some great stuff on here. They have 1,300,000,000 users right now. Uploading 300 hours of uploaded video per minute. A total of 4,950,000,000 hours have been watched already. 3.2 billion hours watched per month. What? 
40 minutes have been spent per visit. That's the average. 40 minutes spent every time someone logs onto YouTube? Wow. So all you kids out there who are listening to this, you're like, I don't have time for homework. Yeah, turn off YouTube. You have 40 minutes to do a weak little vocab assignment that I've given you. Yeah, you also have 40 minutes to leave me a review on iTunes. Make it happen. So anyways, Google. Google right now has a big, big number here. It has over 2 trillion Google searches have been done on Google since the inception of Google with 5,740,000,000 of those searches happening per day. So social media-wise, those numbers are huge, right? Pop culture-wise, they're huge. Star Wars franchise, I looked up as well, because I went to see it again last night, because Star Wars is the bomb. They have grossed 29,800,000,000 over the lifetime of the franchise. With The Force Awakens, the last one here, the newest one, which is amazing, I went to see it again in IMAX, is grossed over 1.5 billion as of right now. So plus 35 bucks because that's what I spent yesterday. So that number should have gone up a little bit. You know, in terms of just tangible things, in in I you know we're getting like the ideas of probability and speed and other stuff going. Speed will play a role later when I start talking about scales of the universes and other stuff like that. Uh, the fastest car out there is the Bugatti, 267 miles per hour, 2.5 seconds, 0 to 60 time, a whopping $2.4 million price tag. Who could afford that? Here's a cool one. So bullets, 1,700 miles per hour. Speed of sound, 767.2 miles per hour. Glass, glass breaking, a crack traveling through glass travels at 3,000 miles per hour. There's a fun fact for you, huh? How'd you know about that? Sneezes, 100 miles per hour. I always like that one. Coughs, 60 miles per hour. So anybody out there in a public place right now and you're just sneezing into like an open hand, do the bat wing thing. Come on. Come on. Stop. Stop it. Especially flu season. So the other machines, the biggest one, we, the most powerful one we've created so far is the Saturn V rocket. That's a man-made machine that can move people. That thing travels at 6,000 miles per hour. It's 30 stories tall of epic, awesome rocket fuel. The Saturn V is amazing. Supersonic by the time it reaches the top of the tower. And it got men to, Mar- to not Mars, to the moon. And that's enough, right? We'll have all, I'll have an episode on space travel and Apollo down the road here quickly. So uh, right now we have the astronauts going up there in the International Space Station. Those dudes doing their things, looking like they're floating. They're like, whoa. And everyone's like, there's no gravity. No, there's... T- plenty of gravity everything's just falling at the same frame of reference called zero g and you can do a lot of cool stuff up there zero g baseball if you've never looked up chris hatfield playing in playing david bowie's song you should do that because pay homage to david bowie it's tragic that he died this week and also it's the first music video ever done in zero g it's pretty cool chris hatfield's videos are amazing i would love him to be on my podcast one day so if you're listening chris yeah come join me my friend i'm sure you have an amazing answer to what's your most astounding fact so that thing is going at 17,500 miles per hour, four times the speed of a bullet, traveling around the planet at epic speeds, massive amounts of sunsets and sunrises in a day. It's amazing. Voyager is another cool thing, 38,000 miles per hour. took 30 years to get to the outside of our solar system. New Horizons traveling at 51,000 miles per hour, right? So those are all pretty cool things. Those are pretty fun facts, pretty unique things to talk about from man-made machines, completely dwarfed in comparison by the speed of light. Right, the speed of light, 671 million miles per hour, 180,000 miles per second. That's amazing. So those are numbers. Those are some speed, right? Already throwing out some huge numbers to you. Difference between million and a billion and a trillion is awesome. It's incredible. But where do other really cool statistics and numbers lie? They don't lie again right there in your own backyard. That is you. That is your human body. Your body that's composed of 37.2 trillion cells. What? 37.2 trillion cells with each of those cells inside them having six feet of DNA 
with 150 million base pairs in that six feet of each of the 37.2 trillion cells. That amount of DNA, six feet tall, so you took out all the DNA inside of you, every ounce of it, and laid it end-to-end in a long line, it would go to and from the moon, like to the moon and back, once, twice, three, four times. It would go four times to the moon and back. That's just incredible as it goes there. So your body started as one cell that grew into these 37 trillion cells, and along the way, you, you build a lot. You change constantly, and those cells make you what you are. 3 million of those cells die every minute. 15 million blood cells alone die every single second. But in those DNA, decodes for the things that are you, the 206 bones, the 650 muscles, the 60,000 miles of blood vessels, and the 27 square feet that is your skin. And they replicate the DNA. We're talking about speed. You think about speed alone, the speed of replication that's taking place inside your cells. Because if 30 million are dying, they're replicating like crazy. They replicated this at a rate of 50 pairs per second, linking up ATCG base pairs. If it did that end-to-end for one cell, it should take upwards of a month. But again, your body's amazing, and it does it in less than an hour, and it doesn't make a mistake. If it made a mistake, that would be a mutation. You don't want mutations. You want to be the same identical thing that is you. And that's an amazing thing. That's just awesome when you break that down. So focusing on a specific part of those cells, one that we call the heart. Your heart is an amazing adaptation. It's awesome. We get really metaphysical with it, right? We're like, oh, it's like love and like follow your heart. It's just a ball of muscle, it's cardiac muscle that's electrified, that beats, and it goes up and goes down. You ever think about that? Next time you're like doing CrossFit or something cool and you're running around, you don't have to sit there and be like, all right, I'm going to increase my cardiovascular beats per minute here to put more oxygen to my body. No, you're just going to go, oh, oh. you're just going to start breathing really heavy and your body's going to do it. Yeah, what? It's going to beat upwards of 100,000 times per day, 100,000 times. So anyone who's out there be like, you know, go pick up that book. They're like, I don't got time. That's like too far. Your heart is doing its job 100,000 times per day, 35 million times per year, and 3 billion times over the life of you. It's going to pump a total of 48 million gallons of blood in your entire lifetime. What? pushing blood throughout all every ounce every singular cell inside your body after it goes to the lungs to get oxygenated to allow you to do cellular respiration and can keep you kicking right your lungs are pretty amazing they're gonna pull in that oxygen as they take twenty three thousand breaths per day they're gonna pump and they're gonna gather 80 million gallons of oxygen per year that's like awesome it can do this because it has the square footage of a tennis court a tennis court out there has as much square footage as is in your lungs we talked about the brain last week right the heart lungs brain here those are the three i picked for now i mean every adaptation i could talk about forever got a couple more weird ones coming down the pipe here so your brain 100 million neurons with a hundred thousand one to fourteen thousand connections per remember that from last episode there's more connection points inside your brain than there are stars in the universe what that's just so crazy you have a universe inside your head with each of those cells having the the ability to hold five times the amount of information than the encyclopedia britannica on each cell that's three to a thousand terabytes of information that each cell can hold times a hundred trillion neurons just waiting for you to teach it something just waiting for you to put it into a new way to put its information on the hard drive you're doing it right now your brain is growing by you just listening and learning to this stuff as that information travels at 265 miles per hour yes 
That's just awesome. Heart's beating, lungs are going, brain's going on, right, as you walk through this world. You know when you walk, your feet are pretty cool as well. Of, of those 260 bones, a quarter of the bones in your body are found in your feet. What? There's 500,000 sweat glands in your feet. Maybe that's why I got such sweaty socks at the end of the day. And every time you take a step, I always joke about this with my kids, you just walk. You want to talk about something to get stoked on with numbers? As you just take one step, one step to wherever you're going to go next, 200 muscles are contracting you know, seamlessly in a symphony of neural connectivity to get you to go from point A to point B. 200 muscles for every single step. You're on the brink of chaos, of totally losing it all every time you take a step. I got one more fun fact before I go into this. So it's talking about numbers. And, you know, one of the cool things in my nutritional world that I hang out in is this idea of the gut biome and bacteria. I couldn't find it, but I read one time that there was three pounds of bacteria inside your gut. So you took a microscopic thing that is bacteria and you correlate it and compress it all together, it would make a three pound ball inside you. Yeah. There's 32 million bacteria on every inch of your skin. Actually, it's not an inch. I tricked you. It's 32 million bacteria on every square inch of your skin. So you're coated inside and out with this bacteria. And you're like, ugh, no. You need it to survive, people. It's amazing. Just start Googling gut biome and just just be blown away. It's it's super duper duper cool. I actually, I don't know, I find it fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I talk with the kids. I have in, when I try, they're bored, I'll, I'll try and, uh, I have these, like, evil scientist guys, like, evil villains that are scientists, and they do weird stuff, like Anti-Friction Man, there's a bunch of weird ones, but one of my favorites is, so there's this guy, and he walks around, he's, like, terrorizing the planet, and he has this, like, com- like comically big gun, so, like, somebody points this weird, like, super big gun at you, you're like, whoa, and you're like, he's like, I'm gonna shoot you, and he shoots you, and it makes this, like, tiny little, like, pee, like, this, like, really weak voice, you know, sound, you're like, okay, that was, a uh, yeah, a good one, big guy, and he, like, wiggles his fingers together makes a mr burns laugh and walks away and what he did he's laughing because he killed your entire gut biome and you're like okay like no big deal it's not as bad as being shot Eh, actually you digest the vast majority of your nutrition through the bacteria symbiotic relationship so therefore you die of malnutrition so that's a bummer so i don't have the technology to create that gun and if i did i'd use that technology for good not for bad don't you worry so anyways Full circle here, right? So there's some numbers, get you going, math, numbers, pondering. There's a whole plethora of information that you can handle in there. It's pretty cool. But let's talk about the probability thing. Back to this. You're at the Powerball. You're bummed because you, you weren't the one in the 175 million, okay? But the probability of you being you is weird, wild, epic, awesome. Any adjective you can throw in there should make you feel stoked to be alive every single second, all right? Let's talk about seconds, time, awesomeness, right? So, I heard this before. I've shared this with the kids trying to get them going. I heard one time that you are one in, like, first it was, like, like 5 million chance, okay? No, way bigger. Then I read that you're getting half the amount of DNA from mom and half the amount from dad, 23 and 23. It's end of the 23rd plus end of the 23rd, and bam, there you go. You're one in 70 trillion possible genetic outcomes when factoring and crossing over, which is this random... Uh, switching of DNA between your dad's one chromosome and your mom's one chromosome, which we call homologous pairs, right? Meiosis is the creation of half your gametes called sex cells. They come together to make you you. There's a slight difference in this, okay? So just right away, the fact that the female gamete that was from your mom and the male gamete that was from your dad came together to make you, right? Mr. Holfelt, Mrs. Holfelt, make Alex Holfelt, make me. 
there's 100,000 eggs inside every female that are viable to go through the process of fertilization. Upwards of 12 trillion sperm, and each of them are different. And if one of those eggs and one of those sperm changes, you're an entirely different person. You have a 50-50 chance of being a boy or girl every single time that takes place. Yes. What? So then right then and there, just what you are is a staggering statistic without even doing the numbers. You can grasp that. But one in 70 trillion. Now you backpedaled through this and you go through numbers to calculate this. I found this on a Huffington Post website and it's awesome if it's, if it's right. It spawned off of a TED talk somebody gave. So your parents meeting in this world, you have a one in 20,000 chance of meeting the person that you meant. So if you're next to your spouse right now, because that's what people do, right? You like listen to podcasts with your homies and your and your husband or wife right you should because it's great there's a one in twenty thousand chance that you guys met and when they meet anybody who meets only has a one in two thousand chance of having kids so you're seeing the statistics right then and there so if they're each one in 70 trillion possible genetic outcomes and a one in twenty thousand chance of them meeting and when when they meeting having the bodacious audacity to fall in love and have that one in two thousand chance of having children and then those 100,000 eggs and 12 trillion sperm, just one in one, boom, egg and sperm come together to form up you as this single-celled organism. You actually spend 30 days of your life as a single-celled creature before you go on the mitotic journey that is replication to turn into 37.2 trillion cells of walking, talking, thinking, feeling thing that is you. Yes. So you backpedal through that, through the generation, the lineage of your family tree, and it calculates out roughly that you are 1 in 1 times 10 to the 2,685,000th. What is that number? Take a 1 and write 2,685,000 zeros after it. That's what you are. You're 1 in that. There's only a 1 times 10 to the 80th atoms in the universe. So that number is way too big to even write on each atom that exists in the tangible universe. But that's you. You're sitting in this chair. They give you a great mathematical interpretation of this to give you a tangible way of looking at it. It's equivalent to 2.5 million people in a room all holding a dice. Not just any dice. They're holding a dice that is a trillion-sided die. Not one through six, not one through a million, billion, but there's a trillion possible numbers that that thing could look on. Just close your eyes and try and picture that die. You can't. It wouldn't even happen. So, let's say it's a computer die, whatever it may be. So, these 2.5 million people roll the dice, right? Shaking their hands like, no whammy, no whammy, grandma needs a new pair of shoes. And they throw it. They just throw it at random, wherever, into the huge crap table that could hold 2.5 million dice that are trillion-sided. And all of those dice simultaneously land on a random number at the same time. I just say 23,685,001. And then every one of those 2.5 million trillion-sided die randomly land on the same exact number at the same exact time, and that would be you. That's the thing that you are. That just gives you the idea of the probability that you get to be this thing that you call me. That's... That's epic. That's just too much. Like, mathematically, guys, you shouldn't exist. Mathematically, you're improbable. What? Carl Sagan had a great quote where he said, Every one of us is, in the cosmic perspective, precious. In a hundred billion galaxies, you're not going to find another human, let alone another you, right? Your parents could mate one times ten to the 265 millionth time, and they would not have another you. Or maybe they would by then, because we'd have, like, 200... 84999, right? What? 
So the thing that you are, what do you do with this? How do you take this? You didn't win the Powerball. Eh. But you get to win the thing that is you. That get to be a thing that can sit here and listen to me and this and that and fall in love and fall out of love and sing a song and, hey, you know, make a symphony and do music and whatever it is that you find, whatever you get to do every second of your life that you get to be here is because you were that genetic improbability, that you got that dice to land on that random number. That's awesome. So as you're going out there and you're having a bad day or a good day or whatever day you're feeling, come back to this, that the probability that you get to be this thing that gets to spend an X amount of years on this planet interacting with the other 7 billion improbable things that are homo sapiens out there. Come on. How can you not be pumped to be alive? How can you not be pumped to learn that and now see the... the audacity that gets to be the thing that you are. So go forth this week and know that based on the probability of the Powerball, you're, you can laugh at that relative to the probability that you get to be the thing that you call you. Have a great week, you beautiful, improbable dust specks.